Welcome to another episode of the Find Your Strong podcast. I am flying solo this week, which is kind of exciting. Um, I tend to not do very many solo episodes, but come the new year, that is going to change. And, you know, I'm a great believer in wearing my heart on my sleeve and just sort of saying it as it is. And today I just wanted to talk about movement and mental health and my story and in the hope that it would resonate with some of you. Um, And, you know, as I said, I have been very open in the past about struggles that I've had with my own mental health. I've struggled with anxiety and depression most of my life, um, as long as I can remember, to be honest. Um, And I also have had, um, had anorexia as a teenager, which morphed into various other eating disorders and Um, disordered relationship with food movement, body dysmorphia, you know, the list goes on. Um, I've never really been comfortable in my own skin until very recently. And although things have changed dramatically for myself in the last five years, it's still a struggle. You know, those thoughts, those beliefs are still there and they do not go away overnight. You know, we have to work hard to push them away. But luckily, the more we push them away, the easier it gets. So that's definitely what I've been finding. But today, I kind of wanted to focus on how much is too much. You know, we we hear it everywhere that movement is so good for mental health and feel the endorphins. And if you're really feeling down, just, you know, do some yoga, go for a run, and you're feeling so much better. Now, that is not the case for everybody, actually. You know, everybody's brains are completely different. Um, And exercise is a stressor on the body. And too much of a good thing, you can have too much of a good thing. Um, And it's, I just wanted to talk about that today, actually. So for me, movement is a a lifeline. I've always moved. um, And I've always find it incredibly helpful. It's, you know, it's a big part of my toolkit in coping with my own mental health struggles. Um, in the earlier days, so I used to run. So running would have been my my main um, exercise of choice. And, you know, I loved the community of running um, that's so strong here in the Southeast in Brighton and Hove. But to say I pushed myself was a bit of an understatement. You know, I had to run every day. Um, I was training for first of all 10Ks, then half marathons, and then full marathons, um, just always running. And I always say that I ran through my dad's death, which, you know, I did in the morning that he died. I had got up and done a 10-mile run, and I just kept running because I just didn't know what to do with all the emotion that I had. And that was incredibly helpful. But I got to a stage maybe... I don't know, a few years ago that I began to realize that it wasn't serving me in the way that it used to or that I felt it used to. You know, I was running, I was literally running away, (laughs) running away from my problems and, you know, just keeping that sympathetic nervous system just on high alert, like staying in that flight or fight all the time, running away, literally running away from things. And there was never a time for the parasympathetic to kick in. There was never calm. There was never quiet. There was never softness or stillness. And that is something which 
over the last four or five years, I have built into my life in a big way. Um, I trained as a Pilates teacher and I learned the art of slowing down and connecting to my breath, which has been incredible. Um, and, you know, I wanted to talk about movement and how I now kind of think about movement. Um, I, when I get up in the morning, I feel the need to move. So that sort of just sets me up for the day. Um, but now it's different. I don't have to go for a 10 mile run. I don't have to do a strenuous strength workout, even though I do schedule those in a couple of times a week. I would be happy on the days that I'm really busy. I can do a 10 minute yoga session or I can do a, a five minute mobility for neck and shoulders. Um, or I, and my focus now is actually on taking care of my body. So I prioritize mobility and the health of my joints. Absolutely prioritize that. But I also know that my body needs rest, relaxation, and just calming down. You know, I'm very much, there's a lot of tension in my muscles. And even though I I struggle to relax and really be quiet and find that calm place, I know that it's an absolute must for me if I'm going to, you know, stay in this planet as long as I intend to. <laughs> it's just quite a long time, as I keep telling my kids. Um, I keep telling them that until they are old, I'm not going to leave. So I'm going to watch them get old and then I'll pop off. <laughs> but, you know, my priority is now taking care of my body so that it will, you know, I will have that longevity as much as I, you know, as you can control that personally, which none of us can. Um, but, you know, I I want that independence for as long as possible. And that is my why for movement taken care of my body rather than sort of punishing it or slamming it because I need to work something out in my head. Um, you know, I still love running, but I now run with friends. I meet friends for a run and then always make sure I have a good coffee, a latte afterwards. Um, you know, I tend to run to and from cafes just for that reason. <laughs> Um, and I make it more fun. You know, I, I try and go to classes with friends. And, you know, if I'm working out on my own, if I, if I know the movement pattern and obviously if I'm, if my focus doesn't have to be so intense, you know, I make, if I put music on in the background, I'll maybe watch a show that I've watched before, make it comfortable for myself and try to take that intensity out of it, you know, we don't always have to go full blast all the time and we can have huge benefits for our mental health if we're really caring for ourselves and seeing movement in a way that is taking care of our bodies rather than pushing them to the the ultimate degree. And, you know, that's not to say that I don't love a challenge and I don't love challenging my body because I absolutely do. But I also want to make sure it's taken care of, it's nourished, it's well fed. And if I do do those crazy workouts, which I still love, I make sure to nourish my body well and fuel my body. So just to summarize, <laughs> I just want you to sit and think for a little while about how you use movement. If you find movement an incredible tool for mental health, fantastic. But just have a look at your schedule. Are you doing too much 
You know, are you feeling irritable? Are you feeling tired? Are, is it not giving you the same feeling as it used to? Do you kind of just feel too exhausted to work out, but do it anyway? Are your muscles sore for a longer period of time than they used to be? Do you just feel a bit achy and stiff and just not a lot of joy? That could be a sign that you're maybe just doing too much and you would benefit from just slowing down a little a little. So I'm going to leave that there with you, but thank you for joining me today and let me muse and let my thoughts go all over the place. But yeah, what my parting thought is a quote, which I just posted on Instagram today from Audrey Hepburn, which is, I believe in being strong when everything seems to be going wrong. So for me, feeling strong in my body makes me feel a bit more resilient in the world and especially if I'm having a difficult time but being strong in my body also means taking care of it so I'm going to leave that there with you and have a lovely rest of your week bye